How long gone? Uh, it's Christmas week. A lot of you are at home with your families, uh, rifling through cabinets looking for pills, mm. trying to hide how nice the house is, maybe decorating a tree. Um, I'm, of course, doing none of that. Jason, are you in the holiday spirit yet? Yeah, it sounded like you were kind of doing a step-by-step reenactment of what your life partner is up to over there. But yeah, of course, my uh, my house is obviously a winter wonderland. The cookie factory does not have an off switch. Uh, of course. I did a juice cleanse yesterday, so I'm feeling like I'm ready to tackle more food. Okay, good. Uh, just, I got some steamed veggies and, and some steamed white rice coming at me for lunch after we record here. So Delicious. That's I'm great. I'm setting a good base. Yeah, well, we have a big dinner tonight. You we and I are our annual holiday couples dinner. Anything could happen. Which basically means we go to dinner and uh, the How Long Gone card pays for it instead of you and I splitting it. So it's kind of, um, it's symbolic, I would say, but it is not. uh, Right, right. It's still taking money out of our fucking pockets. I'll tell you that. The same thing happens, but just a little different. Yeah, just a little different. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm in the holiday spirit. Um, We actually had to do something that I've never heard of before, um, but a tree replacement. Whoa. That's right. Wait, you so you got a Christmas tree. I didn't get look, I went to Mr. A, li- a live one. I went and, and banged Mr. Jingle's line and purchased a tree plus delivery and they delivered it. Okay, well what's what's the difference between getting a tree and buying a tree from Mr. Jingle? Well, Mr. Jingles for a small fifty dollar fee delivers it with a stand and puts it in the house so I don't ever have to touch the tree. Okay, so you just wanted to make it clear that there's no way that you're going to do anything that's exactly yes hot yes. or sexy or manly exactly to the, I to, okay okay got yeah it. unlike unlike you i don't put on my urban outfitters uh buffalo check flannel with my skinny jeans and timberlands to load the tree in like it's a netflix movie <laughs> I, I so so apparently the tree that we had that the original tree which had plenty of water in the tank from from what i'm told uh unfortunately did uh prematurely die so it was looking, it was looking brown. So uh, Alex was able to call Mr. Jingles himself and say, "We need a replacement." Mm-hmm. They said, "Of course, come, come, pick one out." And now we have a new tree that's a lot, a lot healthier. And the guy who dropped it off did say, "Damn, this looked like a fire hazard." Talking about the old one. Oh wow! So Mr. Jingles, although they sold us a faulty product, they did make up for it with great customer service. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to I want to shout them out over there, at Mr. Jingles, and you can also sounds a lot like Essence.com, right? And you can also get a pumpkin there, I believe. I'm sure they call it something different, but I feel like this guy has got a couple holiday hustles. Okay, and he kind of he goes to Bali, you know, to surf for the summer. You know what I mean? I think he's just kind of okay. He's making his money uh, doing the pumpkin patch uh, celebrity uh, paparazzi shots, and then of course the Christmas is a more general population uh, business. It's a tough grind. Well, I, they say there's no such thing as bad trees, only bad tree owners. Mm. And yeah, yeah, I've heard that. I'm before. wondering <laughs> what could really go wrong. How how could you, Chris Black, fuck up a tree? I didn't fuck it up. I didn't touch anything. I didn't do anything. Well, there's that's no the way problem. I you didn't do anything. No, you didn't do anything chris it's called neglect i didn't come to work to get punished by you too okay i get enough of this in every other facet of my life um but look yeah, i don't want to punish there's no wrong answers there's no bad guys except no, you of course yeah, but yeah yeah there's no wrong answer i just i hate to see a member of my spiritual family the the botanical universe that i feel so closely connected with oh i see i see your 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 chosen family are trees and they're and they're kind of family members 
There is, I mean, there is sap on your hands. You could admit that. <laughs> you know, it's funny you bring up sap, Jason, because um, I was watching the Winter House finale last night, and the hottie on the show um, is is all the all the rest of the the crew is like partying, and he's tapping trees, getting his own syrup. Okay, which I think is something maybe if you were a, more of a winter season guy, I could see you doing that because that's some working class kind of stuff. That's that sounds performative. Was he was he tapping the was he like acting like oh I'm not gonna like do fireball shots with you guys. I'm gonna go out and tap some trees and then he's always looking over my shoulder to see if the the black girl that has really good tits is watching him through the window with binoculars. I think I think Hottie Luke might have already beat, so he could be focused just on the maple. You know what I mean? But no, I think he's doing it because I'm just gonna go get some syrup. I don't know. I just I donate it to the, the kids every year. It's like a weird thing I do. I know it's pro it's so random and stupid. It's but crazy, but where I'm from in Minnesota, we actually do like a coat drive every year as well as a syrup <laughs> giveaway. It's just something I kind of do for the community. Call me a dork, call me a loser. It's just what's inside of me. Um <clears throat> yeah, so it's it's the holiday season is in full swing. Um we had a we had a birthday party um on sunday night for friend of the show Mm -hmm. sue chan yeah 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 shout out to sue we love you sue care of chan if you ever need to do anything in the food space event space all that stuff she's also a fan of the show if you need to have like a crazy dinner for 50 um she's kind of your chick for that if you need ignacio to cook (laughs) yeah i cook the sea urchin over coals but when I was, I like he sounds like he's suffering. He's being held at gunpoint. Uh, but we—that's um, how hard he is. It's taking all the blood and oxygen a, out of his uh, brain and body. Uh-huh. When he starts talking about pork butt, that thing just goes up. I only have moments to live. <laughs> but we we went to this party. Uh, it was a Sunday night, industry night vibes. Mm-hmm. A, a five p.m. doors, nine p.m. doors event on a Sunday. Oh baby, we like that. We like that, but it was beautiful. There seemed like there was a great uh, natural wine selection and very uh, knowledgeable sommelier. Close your hand. eyes, pick a bottle. You can't go wrong over here. We love That's those beautiful. guys down there at the Yola Mescal House. There was lots of how long gone family in the building. Countless uh, guests and and upcoming guests uh, and people that have wanted to have nothing to do with us, like Aziz Ansari. Um, but <laughs> but uh, also also I just want to point out something that happened at the party that shocked me. And um, mm-hmm. kind of, I I felt, you know, I'm a guy that prides myself on kind of knowing what's up. And there was a moment where a song was put on the hi-fi at a loud volume. No music was being played, by the way. There was no music being played really during the night. You know what I mean? It, so was, this, a, it, was, a, it was a literal needle drop. It was a needle drop. It was a, yeah, exactly. And it was a DJ Scribble style drop. And I heard this music come on and everybody goes crazy and they're dancing. I'm like, Oh, what Licky Lee song is this? And then I realized it wasn't Licky Lee. And I was like, what is this? I'm, I'm surprised. I don't know it. And everybody's so happy and loving it and joyful. And it feels like it's fucking, you know, I, something spiritual is happening. Mm-hmm. And I look over to my esteemed co-host, them jeans while he's picking some uh, tuna tostada out of his teeth. And I'm like, what is this? And he said to me, dead ass serious. It's the theme song from White Lotus. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I just want to say I've never been a part of something uh, that was both so embarrassing and so confusing <laughs> that I just I didn't even know how to feel. My, my feelings were mixed up. I didn't know what to do because it seemed like 
a song that intros a television show shouldn't inspire this much passion in white people. <laughs> but I was wrong, Jason. And I think you even liked it a little bit, too. You can tell the truth here. Well, I felt... Well, it was different for me because I obviously knew the song because I had watched. And I, and I was sure. also thinking to myself, before we showed up to the party, I was like, Sue is such a, a smart planner. And also, you know, any event producer, any producer chick I've ever met... Can lean on the OCD scale. No, you know? no, that's no offense, crazy. of course. No offense, of course. But it, I, I, I imagine a world where somebody's like, "Oh, my, my party's coming up here." Blah blah blah. I want to do it on a Sunday, but you know, I have to wait until White Lotus season two finishes, or else no one's going to show up to my fucking party. Of course. So maybe I'll bring a little taste of mm-hmm. the islands of Sicily. Yeah, to, to this play, I don't know what it was, but it, it it did feel odd the way that there it went from no music to now we're all dancing to this sort of tribal, you know, world music rhythm. You know, it's it's some fortet stolen valor. Um, <laughs> it did. I felt I, I felt like it was a little more uh, uh, Jared Leto cult stolen valor to me. Well, that's that was the other part where I was leaning where it did have a cult like feel to where. Or maybe it, it was like a, a hypnotic trance, which I guess is similar to that world where, yeah, yeah. or like um, like a dog whistle where you just blow this silent whistle or yell a command in German and everybody just immediately gets in line and starts doing mm. some type mm. of shuffle style EDM dance to a, the, the theme song of a television show. I think that was probably like the final last hurrah getting it out of our system. You I wish. saw on Twitter today, somebody had like a, a hat that said, white lotus theme song printed on it like a dad hat like quick hit kind of merch thing bro are you kidding are you kidding no, it's, me? i mean it's a it's a viral global sensation and i don't think season one i think the song was different and then this one was was more turned up it kind of had the oh okay. it had the diplo remix or something. oh okay so that makes it that makes it okay but it was it was odd man it was odd and i felt i felt compelled kind of compelled to dance but it was also i mean there was a little I mean, I guess maybe because Aziz was there and David Chang was there, and you know, there's there's some people who have touched and rubbed the elbows with the Illuminati types of the world, and you know, so it was giving a little. Just to be clear, just to be clear, Aziz's relationship with Aubrey Plaza is not Illuminati based. They're just they're they're both actors, mm-hmm. so they know they each bo- other. Yeah, they, they both went to Harvard. They didn't meet at Jay Z's yacht. You know, that's <laughs> it's, it's different. Yeah, they just went to college together. There was a you know, it had a little kind of ceremonial thing like if you don't dance you know something bad might happen to you uh, it did and in, a, in, a, in an eyes wide shut kind of way it, yeah it did feel like that luckily i was able to i was able to sit back but before we talk to our guest uh today i just wanted to quickly talk about mason disick uh known coke user and friend of the show well we can talk about we can talk about it with our guest as well i feel like she would have a lot of insights on them on any disick matter that's a that's a good point but I, she also might have close personal ties and not great want point to, well you said mason is a known coke user i thought he was like five no he's like you're talking about the dad no 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 i'm talking about mason he's 13 and the way he dresses lets me know he does coke um (laughs) and we've talked but he had a he had a he had a bar mitzvah and it was um there was a canes truck at the bar mitzvah and guess what the theme was for the bar mitzvah well you got to say raisin canes i'm sorry i'm sorry there's a raisin canes truck and the theme of the bar mitzvah was chrome hearts (laughs) chrome hearts is the theme (laughs) that's the theme so the overall vibe is just chrome hearts you know and then mm-hmm. you can also get some chicken strips uh out, outside <laughs> outside so yeah raisin canes for our listeners are in the global of course i'm global sorry listenership it is a it is a 
popular, infamous regional fried chicken finger and tender yeah restaurant it's, it's the kind of it's, it's 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 something special but i yeah i mean i kenny beats is sponsored by them so yeah i mean what is what does that entail where the theme is a company that make bracelets i don't know but i've never been to a bar mitzvah and and you probably haven't either i think our guest has been so maybe she can at least shed some light on that portion of what the theme like entails i i dj'd i've dj'd one whose kid was it i don't it was in bel-air i'll tell you that it was me aoki and cobra snake djing some kids <laughs> maybe it was a, it was either a sweet 16 or a bar mitzvah but either way we were old and they were not old okay and they wanted the full experience i'm sure um all right well um uh but yeah our guest today morgan stewart i actually know her from back in the day we worked on some e stuff together i was uh, of course behind the camera she was in front of it when you say e stuff like selling doing what is it i was doing she was selling uh she had some good prices on a mitsubishi double stack so it was a we kind of formed a nice relationship after that but you probably know her from television uh from instagram um for having a giant giant closet uh and multiple children um but we're gonna we're gonna find out more about all that we're, we're, we're going from glendale to beverly hills today baby it's a it's a big journey for us uh so let's give let's give morgan a jingle and find out what's going on fabulous the fact that i got my airpods to work by myself well, I want to talk about your AirPods because we do have camera out of you. When we have when we have a fun guest on, we'll go camera on when our Wi-Fi is sturdy. But your AirPods seem to be colored. Are those customs? Okay, so those are so you have custom orange AirPods. Were those a gift from a brand partner, or did you have those made? Uh, to be honest with you, they were a gift from my husband. He had them made. I have orange because I have an orange <laughs> desk. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> And I have pink, and then I have lime green when I'm feeling really festive. Okay, so you have three different flavors of AirPod Pros to match Correct. your kind of mood or your clothing or both. Yes. But also, we should note that these you can't buy AirPods in any color other mm -hmm. than white. So how is this? How is this happening? This is. I think this is a special order through Apple. Now I can answer. Oh. Yeah, it's a whole it, thing. Well, what the fuck? Are you serious? <laughs> oh yeah, no. There's like a whole special like order thing. I think it takes like two. Two months and every okay. few months i get like a new fun pair the trick is though, with these <laughs> also you don't mix them up and you don't fucking lose them the white ones seem to disappear frequently yeah you're right because when i wear my chanel jackets they are white yes. and the headphones kind of disappear into the pocket sometimes i see the issue that's that's where my head was going because i've heard of people who have like their cell phone and they just put like a piece of orange tape on it or like something super bright so you mm. never lose it right i thought maybe you just painted them with nail polish or something just so you couldn't find them but this is straight from from tim apple himself this is lacquered this is like full on like <laughs> okay. i think they're also scratch proof too to oh, be honest. Well, okay. actually no they're not so it's wrapped like your bugatti is what you're saying there you go yeah, exactly yes. there you go and by bugatti you mean bentley don't set me up for to be obnoxious this early it's ridiculous <laughs> you guys don't okay. i want to be down to earth and cool is the bentley orange as well morgan it's green it's green i've actually so i last time i saw morgan i saw you and your husband at the 1975 show but before that i was jogging down the street and saw her emerging from the bentley to go to pilates while i was on a run Oof. and i stopped her like i was a criminal to say <laughs> hello and i looked fucking insane i'm wearing like tights and sunglasses you know i look crazy morgan it's me it's like, me chris what's that? it's me it's just another fan and um but i did see the whip and it is uh, a nice shade it's a nice Thank shade you. it's an interest it's almost like the shade of like when somebody's talking in this zoom oh, wow. you see the little green it's that it's that kind of shade now did you how did you go about choosing that did they offer a certain did you come to them with a pantone or 
or did they offer a selection for you? <laughs> to be honest, they they said I said green, and they said these are the the shades of green. You can do like a forest green, or I did the alpine. Okay, and that was a long decision, and I just felt like mm. alpine was different. <laughs> it is. Anyone can do a Hunter Bentley. There you go. Alpine. That's light work. What is yeah. the, what, what is, because Jason just got a new Mercedes. It's his first nice car. So welcome okay. him to the family. Welcome to the family. Okay. And welcome. And, and he went to, it's used. He went to, um, he went for a mocha interior. Brown. Did you do that as well? Obviously. Okay. <laughs> okay. And before that, I had a brown SL mocha with a brown interior. And to this day, it's probably my favorite car I've ever had. So you're you're also a member of Brown on Brown Mafia. I, I started brown. I literally am not lying. I started brown. Every bitch who I hated was talking shit. Like, why would you get that color car? I was like, okay, circa now Kendall Jenner's dr- oh. you know, driving the brown. Everyone has mm-hmm. brown now. I had brown six years ago. Okay, so mm-hmm. what now did you have to did you sell that car? Did somebody come up on that? Did you give it to your mom as a gift? Like where is that car? I now? didn't you know what that car that that was a leased car. So that car had to go back. It sounds like I probably got yours used. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, it's the circle of life. I, I always try to up the color every car. Okay, so what were you driving in high school then? Let's get a timeline. I was driving a white BMW three series, but the decals, this is so, this is bringing me back to being the most annoying person. The, the decals were pink. <laughs> so the three series number was pink. No, no, no. The BMW signs were pink. I did her twice. I did that two times. And this is, this was pre supporting breast cancer pink. This was just, this I like This was pink. just, let's change it up. And I used to call her Muffin. She was like my little baby. <laughs> okay. So you went wow. to, and you went to high school in Los, you're from Los Angeles. Correct. Born and raised. Okay. I mean, to be fair, I think only someone born and raised in Los Angeles could drive a white BMW with pink badges to high school. A hundred percent. And don't think that I was the only one after a while. Then everybody started to do mm. the pink. So you, okay. So, so, so time and time again, you've been a trendsetter in the automotive department is what it sounds like. It's, I, I feel like around, yes, like clothing, <laughs> automobiles, personality, it's all working. But by the way, really quickly, I do want to say, because you said that we saw each other in 1975, Maddie Healy, I just want to just on the record, <laughs> yeah okay it's everyone everyone's lo- we're locked and loaded he's my new star crush jason momoa on stage up there with him my favorite person the bass player What's of the band name? i don't i can't think of his name i've never met him I'm actually sorry, jason he, momoa came he on looks stage? he no he looks like the bass player of the 1975 is extremely good looking he looks like a serbian professional basketball player okay he's got the he's got the long hair i don't want to make morgan choose um, but it's not. It's, it's Maddie. Okay. It's Maddie. But so does that mean he's replaced John Mayer in terms of musicians that you want to have John sex with? Gone. John is gone. John is gone. <laughs> John is gone. Maddie Healy. I'm not kidding. So my husband's been a big fan of the band. We listen to them all the time. And for a long time, I was like, he's not a fan anymore. <laughs> he's not a fan anymore. Every song is like kind of the same song, which I appreciated yeah. because it's so every song is likable. Hit after hit. But then when I saw him and he did the whole like, I'm so easy, like, I I don't know. It was just, I was mm-hmm. forever nice. Well, Morgan, uh, Maddie listens to this podcast. Yeah, so that's true. I'd like to send him a personal message. Maddie, listen, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan. I want you to know that my entire TikTok now is just videos of Maddie Healy doing all the things. Mm-hmm. And when I come out with my own show, 
I need him to be a guest on that show. Okay, so now, okay, now you're using our yeah. platform to launch your platform. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, it's you, fine. You, you, okay, it will not be a podcast. Okay, yeah, because you're more of a you're more of a fa- you have a face for TV. We're kind of radio guys. You can tell that now. Mm-hmm. Jason and I both own ring lights, but we just didn't bring them today. So hello, I, so do I. It's not helping for shit. So what the fuck is the point? <laughs> I mean, I. <laughs> okay, so now you like I like I I said I I met you years ago when you were doing yes. E and then you moved on and did a lot of E and I would always see these guys on E with your with you and I was like these guys I could do this like what the fuck like mm-hmm. these guys have better heads of hair than me but they didn't they don't have the sense of humor and I'm just wondering what do you think it takes because Jason and I would love to break into some on-air work. I know what it is, Chris. I know I know. there's one thing that you have to do to be able to be shoulder to shoulder with her on E. Tell us. You got to finally co- you got to finally come out of the closet, Chris, and then okay, all okay. those doors <laughs> okay, will kind of okay. kind of open. That is a big factor. Okay, so if I just <laughs> say I'm gay, I can bend I can get on E cuz they don't want any straight guys. You know what? I will say who what is even on E? I feel like I left 5 months ago and it feels like I haven't been there in 5 years to be honest with you. I feel like It's just ridiculousness probably. <laughs> It's it's moved over to E now. It's just it's, taking over. It's just all of it. Listen, E is one of it's those things. I think species. it's more of um. Yeah, I don't really even. I'm trying to think. I don't know what it takes to be on E. I don't think I want. I don't think I want what it takes to be on E. Anymore. <laughs> okay, you're you're better than that. Uh, you've graduated. Let's say that. I've no, graduated. Yes. All love to the E family. You know, NBC Universal. 100%. Those are our guys. Love. But you've you've. But how how high up are we graduating? Are we going Paris Review, New Yorker, that kind of world? or maybe somewhere <laughs> in between the two. God. Netflix, Hulu. Netflix, that's exactly. Thank you. That is the goal. I feel like I did E for as long as I possibly could do it. And ultimately, I mean, I, this is no secret. It was their decision to part ways. It wasn't because they ended the shows that I was on. You're saying they they had had enough Morgan Stewart? Is that what you're saying? I think they had enough Morgan Stewart. <laughs> I think they had enough Morgan Stewart, to be honest. But I will tell you that emotionally, I was pretty much at my limit as well. I just felt like I had been doing the same thing for so long. Sure. It was time to 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 switch it up. So, well, you also have like 18 kids. So it probably got busy. Kids. It got busy uh, for you. But, <laughs> it got busy. But so what now, if, if there was in a dream world, and I'm sure your agents are developing this and you're, you're deep in the process, but in a dream world, what does this program look like? You know, if it's your... If it's your oyster, what are we dipping in? So it's going to be, I'm literally going to shoot the pilot next month. So I don't want to give too much. It's its going to be talk show okay. based. That's always been okay. the goal. That's always what I've wanted to do. So is it, but is it a thing where you have guests and like there's other personalities? Correct. And, not, okay, and not your like typical, I mean, just like people that I find interesting, not necessarily just like the most famous people in the world. Okay, we're available. So let us know. There I mean, you go. I don't, probably first 12, we might not make the cut, but <laughs> second season, we're good. I mean, we're You're great. You're in, signed up already. Well, this could be your opportunity, you know, to get a Maddie Healy kind of into your claws. You know what I mean? If it's Hello. if it's a if it's a publicity, you know, there's, there's an opportunity to sell. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. What was there a moment when you were watching Maddie on stage? Was it when he was eating the raw meat off the bone, or when he almost pulled his dick out, or <laughs> whatever it may have been? Like, was it when he was dry humping the air, and you could just kind of see yourself as the air? It was a lot. It was a lot of that. But the, I will say the meat. The meat was a mm-hmm. real. That was some Leo DiCaprio shit. Like he really got into character for that. Like who wants to eat raw meat? I, a lot of a lot of my bodybuilder friends, uh, but not regular people. I've been so horny that I have to eat raw meat. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. 
<laughs> I mean, you'll have a little tartare. You go to Nobu and you go to Matsuisa and all that stuff, right? This is true. I can't do the tartare, but the 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 meat was definitely impressive. I just felt like the, <laughs> I haven't seen somebody. I just felt like there was a genuine star power that I hadn't seen mm-hmm. in a long time. Not a lot. There's not a lot of real rock stars nowadays in 2022. That's what it is. Everyone feels to me like it's like you need to have like the right Gucci outfit and the it's just everyone's just don't come for Harry. Yeah, don't come for Harold Stylish on this program. <laughs> He's my Maddie Healy. Okay, listen, I'm all about it. I think he is stunning as well, but I just think everything's so manufactured. Where Maddie's the right type of manufactured, like he's got the right suit, but mm. it doesn't seem like it's trying hard. Yeah, they're both they're both great in their own regard, but when it comes right. down to it. Harry is going to watch while you have sex with Maddie in the corner <laughs> of the room. That's just kind of what goes down. I'm not putting, I'm not saying you specifically, yes. Morgan, in general, just whoever, in general. whoever's in, in general. that throuple. Yeah, no, Harry is deaf. I completely concur with that. Yes. Now, but when did you, when did you, when did you decide, have you always been like a rocker? Have you always had this affection for rockers? Because your husband is a rocker and we're familiar with some of your past relationships. So when did this happen? You know what? It happened in 1975. That's, that's when it happened. I, listen, I, I am like the most basic Drake girl. Like I am that bitch. That's like any R and B song, anything with Drake. I'm like, I love that song. Right, right, right. 1975 was like my first, and it was an enjoyable show. So I was yeah. very, I, I've, I've subscribed. I'm not kidding. If I scroll through my TikTok right now, it would just be constant Maddie Healy footage. Are you doing numbers on TikTok? Is this your preferred medium? Let me tell you something. As of last week, as my uh, audio is loud, uh, yeah, I'm only into TikTok now. I only care about TikTok. But okay, is it because you find it's the best avenue for your your brand, or do Correct. you just think okay? So because if I take one more mediocre photo of myself, or like be frustrated <laughs> at my husband because he doesn't want to spend two hours taking photos of me in a public sure. setting, it's sure. just caused too much stress for me. So we have okay, to move so, on. TikTok, I can do it myself. Okay, so Instagram is ruining your life, and yeah. TikTok somehow is enriching it. Is what you're is what you're saying. I can I, I I feel like I am the master of my own destiny on TikTok. I can set up the okay. fucking ring light. I can talk for two hours to myself if I want. Okay. Instagram is just I am now not in the place in my life where I want to stand in front of a venue and be like, take my like I can't it's just not working. It's not working. <laughs> for listeners at home, she was posing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And then your husband was and you're like, not that angle, you fucking idiot. That's right. <laughs> And he's like, babe, can we go inside, please? Yeah. I'm hungry. No, it, it that's that was the tame version. He's like, just fucking I you hate all these photos. Fucking deal with it. I'm like, you're right. Yeah, that's that's on you. I mean, I think that so Jason, and I feel like we're aged out of TikTok and I don't really check it out very much. Mm. But I'm also I'm also terrified of the algorithm. I, I just everyone tells me it's too powerful. It sucks you in and you can't be released. You can't. And I will say it took a long time. Like it literally took me a year to get into it. And as of three weeks ago, it's the only app I even give a shit about or check. Okay. okay. And wow. it's fun. It's also exciting because my numbers on TikTok are on the lower end. So it's much easier to gain more. <laughs> okay. Right? Like if you're a million plus, those really, it's a slow escalator ride up. That's good. Okay. okay. <laughs> TikTok, they give them out. The, the, it's, the, it's easiest to lose the first five pounds, not the last five pounds. Putting it in putting it in words that mm-hmm. I understand. Thank you, Jason. Morgan's gesticulating with her arms in agreement. <laughs> Um, Correct. I, I mean, I just don't now. But you, I feel like you've you've garnered such a following on Instagram. Is it? It's it's not daunting to start over. Or you're saying it's just it's more fun, so it doesn't feel like work. It's more fun, so it doesn't feel like work. And also, it's like yeah, my following on Instagram. But I need so much validation that like <laughs> I feel like lately it's just been a little bit more quiet. That I'm like, what am I? Am I just like talking to an empty room? Because I don't need to do that. Okay. So, but do you want like? chicks telling you you look cute or do you want 
Okay, that's what you want. Okay. <laughs> the answer is yes. I want everything. I want every kind of morsel of attention I can get. And also, I just think the idea of just consistently taking the same kind of photo over and yeah. over, I'm at the point where, first of all, I've always hated it. And I've always felt like a, a pressure, but then I also haven't carved out the time to make it work. It's just too, I, I'm just more free flowing than that. So TikTok's more my vibe mm, now. Okay. Wow. You're, you're free flowing. Yeah. You're a, you're a free flowing content creator. That's good to know. I was wondering how you would kind of describe it. You know what I mean? So that's great to get that, get that in words that we can understand. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. It's true. Um, in, in relation to your social media use and avoiding it or, or enjoying it. Yes. Do you have ground rules set, like no phone before you wake up, 20 minutes, or no phone after a certain time kind of thing? Or are you? I really want to say that like I have this very zen routine, and I have phone hours from this time to this time. Ironically, the last two nights, I have sort of been like, okay, the phone has to go right now. I'm just going to check out. But I am, I'm, that, that won't last. I'm a wake mm. up, check your phone, on your phone, through every show that we watch. My husband's <laughs> like, and I'm like, what happened? He's like, if you're not going to watch it, then don't be here. <laughs> I can't keep mm. answering your questions. Like somebody will die and I'll be like, well, how did she die? He's mm. like, I don't know. You should have paid attention four episodes ago about it. <laughs> so I definitely am. There's, it's a constant phone, but I also don't, you feel like a lot of the work you do is on your phone. Like everything's on your phone. Absolutely. I'm pro phone use. I don't give a shit. Right? I, I respond. I also find that I'm the fastest responder, which gives me an ego boost that I need. First responder. I'm a first responder. I'm on the front lines. Like if you text me, I'm going to text you back immediately. Same. And that is important to me and my growth in my business. I feel mm -hmm. like it's helped me in my career. Jason's a little more like, oh, sorry, bro. I was walking the dogs, you know, and he doesn't check his Well, phone. when you have actual talent, Chris, you can kind of be cool <laughs> like that. But if you oh, don't see. have any <laughs> okay. innate talent, then you that's kind of true. have to be a teacher's pet. No, and that's be true. Like, that's true. I'm not the best, but I'm the first. That's so it's true. Not bad. It is kind of one of those things like I'm I'm a first responder as well, but then don't you feel like sometimes you then you're like, wait, shit, if I can't respond or I don't want to respond, people know immediately that you're avoiding them. Mm. No, that's that's called that Morgan, that's called a power move. And that's what I, I, I like that a lot. Yeah, Jason knows Jason and I are in a we run this small business together. He responds to me at when he knows it's necessary, but he will leave me unread if it's a meme that he doesn't think is funny or he has seen before. And I respect that. I respect that. That's a nice power move on his part. Mm, okay. And what are the signs? What signs are we dealing with? What are both of your signs? <laughs> oh, we're both Virgos. We're both Virgos. September. You too? I'm Virgo rising. <laughs> you know, I saw I saw a meme that I sent to Chris earlier. It was like a list of like ten traits that you should avoid in a partner or a man or whatever. And it was like don't date Jamaicans. It was like large swaths of things. And one of them was like September Virgos. So why why September specifically? If, you, if you're an astrological master, I feel like you might know more than we do. I, I, you know what? I don't, but I will say I feel like the September Virgo is way more efficient. Mm. I'm into the September Virgo. And okay. fun fact, so I'm Virgo rising, but Gemini sun, but they're both ruled by Mercury. So I'm like double busy. So I feel like my Gemini Virgo mixture is the equivalent to a September Virgo. Oh, I understand. Mm -hmm. uh, now, uh, okay. follow-up question. How many times have you seen a psychic in your life? Uh, like uh, embarrassed, uh, like every two months. Like, okay. I, like, <laughs> I I have like a spiritual healer. Per I, I subscribe. To all okay, that. so I I don't want to get into numbers here, but I feel like your personal <laughs> your your I think you do, Chris. I do. Your your monthly personal maintenance budget is is I feel like a high number, and I can relate to that. Chris, you can put a you can put a price on self care, Chris. But as a, no. but as as a man, I think it's still just always going to be less. You know what I mean? But we're talking yeah, we're talking Pilates, we're talking facial 
specials. We're talking therapy. We're talking psychic. Are we cu- yeah. are we cupping? Are we needling? Like what else? We're absolutely. It's a weekly lymphatic drainage massage. Oh, of course. How can I forget? Obviously, which is the combination of cupping. Cupping just depends on the outfits for the week because I, you know, if I'm wearing something. <laughs> that's oh, sh- of course. How could? Yeah, yeah course, you can't go backless. I will. You can't go backless. I'm also the uh, the person that does that, like has the appointments for like the facials and the lasers, and then nothing I do makes me look better. So then I kind of just go through phases of not doing like nothing's actually helping. Like all these bitches are looking sure. like candle wax, like cold and tight mm-hmm. stretched and i fucking love it i cannot achieve that look no matter how hard i try you're saying that you've tried to spend as much money as you can and it's not working it doesn't so work you're gonna stop it just doesn't it, i don't know i'm not meant to look glassy for whatever reason all these other girls i don't know if it's i don't know if they're just going full throttle but i can't i can't get there okay that's i, I feel like that's a good thing to learn at your young age you know because mm-hmm. I, I think yeah yeah you could because if you keep pushing into your 50s and 60s you start to look crazy and you're spending a fortune it's just not worth it and i feel like i mean you guys are both guys I, guys don't want their girls to look too done right they or don't they do. no they don't they don't well i think some i think some do I think there's freaks out there like, a, you know, a guy that's got a table at Poppy tonight probably does want that. But <laughs> but Jason, I do not. I don't people, think yeah, I don't, people, males who are secure with themselves and what they want in life do not like that. It reminds me, you know, when like super 4K HD TVs would come out and you'd watch it on like the realistic mode and like a TV show or a movie would just look like like they're in the room with you and it's so it's too much it's so far in that direction that it becomes like, like makes you look makes you feel nauseous yeah yeah I'm that's kind of what it is like i need i need some some real grit yeah yes. but I, something that i, you I think that stick i to. say all the time because i i mean you know i'm we all live in la and you go back to new york and you see people that ha- are hot with but there's like a personality to it <laughs> whereas a- a- la m- most hot chicks look kind of the same because they're going to the same place and that's kind yeah. of the, the goal but who are they trying to look like like who is the picture they're taking in you know i think it's like this wave it's like this wave of look where it's not even just one specific person anymore i think like and i don't want and this is the confusion like it kim kardashian is sort of like mm-hmm. the the poster girl of that look but she was always so beautiful mm-hmm. that that work works. Does that make sense? Sure. She had a good base. She had a good base. She, ha- she was always gorgeous. And I'm not saying she's had things done. That's for anyone else to decide. But I, <laughs> I, there's been some maintenance, let's say. But the face, the eye placement, her natural genetics have only mm-hmm. lent to her becoming more beautiful. Me, you have to like chop a tree down and then start again. <laughs> okay. And that's where it starts to get too plasticky and where you sure. start to look like you have fallopian tubes in the cheek so she's she's like a beautiful green bentley off the lot all you have to do is put some rims on it and the thing is done but you we have to build the transmission from scratch it's a whole thing yes it's just i cannot achieve that level of like bambi joe eyed like what what time is it you know like i don't know where i am like that look me no no clocks oh <laughs> that's a great description that's what it is well we don't i mean yeah I mean, it's what you don't want to attract men that are attracted to like baby play you know what i mean you need you need something a little bit more of a stronger (laughs) person that'll put you in your place every once in a while yeah and i by the way the attract to me it's not even it's always i'm the girl that wants the girls to like her not the guys yeah i'm Mm -hmm. the same way but they when i do it it's called gay baiting for some reason but when you do it it's okay i don't really understand it seems like (laughs) once again women win you know what i mean it's fucked up well it takes it takes more effort to to win over a woman than a man you know a man it's just like look good not mean. All right, here we go. But for a woman, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, true. there's an emotional, an intelligent, a spiritual. Do I feel safe around you? Are you it's true. manipulative? There's it's a true. lot to be considered. It's true. true. No, it's a different. It's a different animal. Um, 
I want to talk to you about clothes. Um, okay. Because I, I, I love clothes. I, I, you really do love clothes. And I, I mainly, I would like to start off because you have a closet that feels like kind of an ADU, um, which if you live in LA, you know, it's an additional <laughs> dwelling unit. Uh, and it, yes. it feels like it could be the pool house maybe that you've made into your own. You are so funny. <laughs> So you bought you bought an old Reformation hardware and turned it into your closet. <laughs> Literally, exactly. it's put it on the property. It, it seems quite large, and and also I would just like to talk about how you're organizing it, and also you know what you're keeping, what you're getting rid of, you know what, because I feel like this is a whole, this is a big part of your life. This is this is literally like the entire right <laughs> side of my brain is just consumed by like uh-huh. getting rid of things, not wanting to get rid of things, keeping things for my daughter. When am I going to wear that again? It is literally, it's embarrassing how much time it takes. So <laughs> I am currently podcasting with you guys from my office. Oh, nice. Beautiful, okay. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. Look, that's the ring light. Which looks like a showroom, basically. What? Yeah, what is this? Cur- is this like the current rack? This is the current. Wow. I want to just. <laughs> this is the current rack. These are the things that like. For I listeners have- at home, Morgan is crying. Yeah. Because of what Chris <laughs> that said. Was, it, that is, yeah. These are the things that I have to put up here so I don't forget about them. Like there's like a gold Chanel okay. number. I can't wait to bust out in a few weeks. <laughs> then I have another rack down here. Okay. Uh-huh. Which is uh-huh. fucking bananas. That's a lot of summer clothes. And then I have a closet in there. So that's filled. Okay. And then I have a closet in my <laughs> bedroom that's also filled. Okay. So it's really, I basically kind of thought about maybe this room does need to just be full closet. Like I'm talking shelving and all of that because it's uh, it's become a lot to handle. Well, what? okay. So when you're deciding, obviously, <clears throat> you know, to me, Chanel, we, we, we keep for our daughter. That makes sense. That's a classic... That's a classic pass down yes. that we've all seen for years. Uh, you know, that's something, a bust down. When you, yeah, exactly. With this 16th birthday, if you don't get the Chanel, the little one, you know, the 5,000, 6,000, you know, not the, the bat mitzvah, not the crazy one. Not the crazy, know, not the crazy one. Crazy yes. One. Yes. That, that now, I keep. mom, mom retains the crazies, yes. you know, yes. but are, are you, are you Chanel pilled? Like, are you, are you buying a bag a season or do you try to? show restraint okay so i will just tell you i am not buying chanel bags you're all because they're played it is if you want to be the most basic bitch are they being gifted to you no, oh, I, if they were being gifted to me i would be live yes you're like i love chanel bags <laughs> a chanel jacket is where i'm at and like the weirdest one they make because you've had chanel bags for, like that, you've Martin. had chanel bags for so long that you're like i need to level up and the jacket yeah. also i will say the jackets which i i also love I think they look they would look silly on someone that's too young. As a young 100%. as a young Beverly Hills mother, what is more appropriate? Yes. Really? I mean it's it, and listen, if you funk them up a bit, like I'm all about sort of like like this little number, this like gold, you see that gold thing mm-hmm. right there? That's mm-hmm. like a gold shearling that like I don't even know how to I don't even know I, I get nervous she's in the same room as me. It just makes me very <laughs> it's like that eighties vibe, but definitely no Chanel bags. It's really for me. I rather buy an Hermes bag only for the investment purposes. Oh, okay. Like, you, if you can get your hands on one from the store, that's like ranging between six to fourteen grand. Let's say those things are online. Be- Some of them are being sold for two hundred grand. Like a Rolex or a Tesla, they're only yeah. Boom! As soon as you buy them brand new, sell them for double yes. easily. I could try. So you're my plug if I need to get an Hermes bag. You could because because you know I've heard. It's difficult. It's difficult. You have to be on the. You have to be grandfathered in. You have to make a lot of. Pr- Chanel's a the lot. same thing. You have to be yeah, like on are. the list, basically, to buy new stuff. 
They're gatekeeping. There's nothing wrong with our good friends over at the Real Real as well, because you can buy a great certified <laughs> pre-owned Hermes bag. No problemo. That's great. That's true. And they look good as new. Well, it sounds like uh, like it was reminding me of uh, when you said like I want to get the Chanel coat, but like the ugliest, weirdest one yes. that nobody else wants. You want to have the brown car that nobody else wants or has. Is this a thing of like I want to sort of stand out from the crowd, or is it a thing where you like the difficulty of like climbing out of a hole, like digging a fashion hole for yourself and being like, I'm what I'm what I'm achieving is much more difficult. Can I it do takes this more time and practice than the average bear? I think it's a combination. I definitely feel like I want to I don't want to trend set. Yeah, I, I, for me, I want to go like the random route. I want people to not be able to fully understand, mm -hmm. even though on one end, I'm so basic too, like mm -hmm. painfully basic. Same, sweetie. Yeah, like I'm all day. Okay. So I, I, yeah, I just it to me i the last thing if, if a bunch of people have something i do not want that sure something. okay well sure. maybe maybe this question will make will be uh, more fun for you to answer like whenever i'm playing music or something or, or putting it together an outfit sometimes i'll be like i'll have somebody in mind and be like all right i want to put an outfit on that will impress this one person or like if i'm djing in a club and like drake walks in or whoever it might be like i'm going to play music that i think drake will want to hear is there a person that you want to impress the most in the fashion world hypothetically speaking anyone alive in the world and you can't say maddie healy <laughs> i feel like he's like definitely like a, a understated celine suit from P phoebe philo vibe um sure, sure he knows his stuff he does right no i don't uh, there's no one i want you know what i will say and this is the only thing i will ever be this cocky about fashion is not something i need to impress people with like i know i have it oh you know, let's just, go <laughs> there's certain things that you have but there's always somebody who has cooler better younger more impressive esoteric weird taste out there fair but i haven't come across her yet oh <laughs> damn she jason she sounds like you when you play one of your throwback blog house sets but but i definitely feel like there's obviously <laughs> there could be someone better the fashion staples like lauren santo domingo i feel like that girl is fashion oh wow we're going lsd okay that's i like lsd i think lsd is a good one lauren i gotta, I gotta lsd looks um you know what i'll say i i she looks looks very rich you know what i'm saying very. like very rich i mean it's because she is but oh, i just mean yes, yes, she looks yes. extremely put together like extremely dialed and she always looks good for whatever she's doing which i think is also important i see so appropriate for the situation correct yeah i mean correct she's 46 born in in uh connecticut it's the pedigree is there she's, 40. she's 46 she yeah. She looks goddamn 32. <laughs> I, I I literally was just, I, I could not believe that you just said that she's 46. There's just, to me, she doesn't seem that way. I, I wouldn't have thought that. I wouldn't have thought that either. Well, th in that case, then I think you're going to have to save the, the Chanel Sherling for Aspen. Let's That's keep it real. Because it's, it's. And by the way, I'm going to Aspen. <laughs> Oh no! That, I mean, I, if you if you're not going to Aspen, you're going to Napa. I'm guessing, right? You know what? This is this is the basic part of me where, like, of course, I'm going to go to the most <laughs> obvious fucking ski destination with my kids for um, New Year's. Which, by the way, I hate Aspen. I don't know why we're going there. I fucking hate that place. Why do you? Ha I, I've I've never been so, but it seems like people really like it. So what's the downside? It's, the Kith store. It's the Kith. Oh my god, the Kith <laughs> shit. I can't with the Kith shit. The fact that I got so much of that stuff gifted to me for my son. I'm like, he's not in this. He's not working. We're not doing this. That's child abuse. That's not. We're not doing this. Aspen is like a little, just like snow town. That's like kind of like. Which, by the way, I need to get into all these restaurants, so maybe I shouldn't talk that much shit about it. <laughs> um, but it's just sort of the idea of like this, like 
like chic. Like it's not like what chic is skiing in Switzerland. Going to Aspen is like going yeah, to yeah, Disneyland yeah. with snow. Okay, like, I understand like, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, you go to Aspen and you, and it's like okay, they have the carbone and the nice guy and and the and the hide and yeah. it's all just the same shit except it's colder. Exactly. It's all it's all just for content. It's like all right, I've been wearing my whatever cherry crop top all day <laughs> and now I have a winter look that I need to photograph but I can't do that in front of the Paul Smith wall it's 85 degrees <laughs> yeah, let's we go. gotta we're, go to fucking Aspen we're fucking gas it up baby go to Van Nuys straight to Aspen this is not a game <laughs> this is not a game and you know what I will say I love that we all think the exact same way because living in Los Angeles it is very challenging to be able to wear different things even if you have the different things and it, it drops a little bit colder you're still in the same fucking leggings from the morning like you're not wearing yes. anything mm-hmm. It's sad. We have no protocol with getting dressed here. We're in New York. You need to get dressed to some level to do anything. Yeah, no, I I agree. It's what's inspiring. Uh, and that's why we love it. That's why we have to have both, Morgan. I can't live this. I agree. I can't live this West Coast life. People are uninspiring. But the weather's so nice. It is so nice. But really, I mean, I feel like this city is just vacant lately. Like, there's just nothing. Did you live in New York? Yeah, in 2007. I, for, after six weeks, I gained 30 pounds. I w- it ate me alive. <laughs> Or I ate it alive. No, no. Six weeks. Really? Six weeks. In six weeks, I can, I went in. I went to Pace University. I got dropped off in August. I came back for Thanksgiving. My parents were like, "Are you having an emotional breakdown? Why are you this size?" <laughs> was 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 Kelly Catrone beating you up? No, it was. <laughs> I wish. Um, <laughs> I have like fuzz for my Celine Twitter if I keep playing with my eyes. Sorry. So you're saying the the Magnolia Bakery was just too close? Because like, most people, wh- they move to New York, fashion and girl in college. You smoke cigarettes and drink cold brew all day and you and you I lose 30 too. pounds. Okay, you did no, that no. too. No, I did. But the Magnolia, <laughs> I mean, it was just, I was so LA and so blonde and so lost that I just ate my way through that city. Every... <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was 20 pounds. In That's impressive. Weeks. That's like, I, I don't know if I could do that if I tried. Is it, was it Katz's Deli? Like, what no, was yeah. the well, thing? What was the silver bullet that took you down? <laughs> yeah. Everything. It was Katz's. It was Magnolia. It was the random Chinese food down the street that I thought, like, because in LA, it was like, I ate it, but I didn't realize I wasn't eating it every night. So I, and I had never mm-hmm. gained weight. But when I was putting it on, I just didn't. <laughs> re- I can't, guys. It was. I don't want to take you back there, but what was the nightlife? What was your? Was that like butter era? Where were you going? Yeah, ten June. Oh God. Okay. Butter. It was Gold Bar. It was all of those places. Okay. And I didn't have a clue. I just was running around with my friend from LA. That was. I had no. I could not. That city was not. If I would have moved when I was older, I would have been able to handle it. You had no business being in New York at that time in your life. No. I mean, it was the best thing, but I don't know. I feel like if I tried to move there for the first time, like now or even at like 30, you just have to have too much bread. You have to have so much money and and it still is going to beat you up. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It's still rough. It's why is that? It's it's even like waiting for the elevator for two hours. You're like, what well, can I just get to my house? Yeah, I mean, there, every there's there's people who are billionaires who still have to like lug toilet paper down the sidewalk up, you know, up to their apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And we just yeah. don't have that here at Erewhon in our parking garage. Right. Free validation for two hours. It's the great. It's the great yeah. equalizer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the great. It is. New York is the great equalizer. But I didn't know. So you made it six months, and you were like, I'm all set. I did a year and a well, I did two school semesters. Of and then the summer I came home and then I went back for it. So I did three semesters. Okay, so you were there long enough to know it wasn't for you. I mean, it, the thing is, it 
it wasn't that it wasn't for me. It was that I was mentally just such a mess that like nothing was for me at that time. Okay. Because you were trying to like figure out who you were independent of like your family and like leaving home, leaving home. And like school was never really for me. I just, I think the way my mom likes to put it is I was emotionally underdeveloped. So when I was like 19, I was really probably 15 and a half, 16 emotionally and girls are usually more like i just couldn't i was like wait what do i have to do like what's responsibility like how do i log in like, it was just mm-hmm. i've i've caught up as i've gotten older. okay all right well, that's good is the point but i feel like you're a young i mean you have two kids i do which seems extremely lit yeah and something that i personally uh can't imagine um but I feel like that is a sign. I don't. Why did you do it? Because you're pretty young, so it's like I wanted to. Was it just? I really wanted okay, to. I, okay. You know, I was just ready. I got really. I was really fortunate that they both happened literally like the first time anything happened unprotected. It, you can't plan it. They're one year and one day apart. So my daughter is February 16th, 2021, and my son is February 17th, 2022. This is very efficient. So your your children's birthdays are more organized than your closet is what it sounds like. Yes, <laughs> yes. literally. And by the way, it was not planned. So I got pregnant literally three months after I gave birth. Two and a half months after I gave birth. That seems um, insane. Insane. So it the was. inside of you and your partner's body is really cooking. It's really moving nicely. Well-oiled machines. It was really meant to be. And as somebody who's, I've never been pregnant before. I've never had to have an abortion. Nothing. To the point where I almost thought deep internal thoughts, like there might be an issue. A, an issue. I, I genuinely. The amount of hoeing that I'm doing, I should have already had an abortion <laughs> thought, by now. I mean, most people I know have had some kind of accident. And I, not once. Yeah, yeah. Not once. Yeah. So I was very, very fortunate in that. But now was, was. Was he ready to, or was he like, damn, okay, I guess we're having kids now, baby. That's cool. I, we honestly, it's, we, well, first of all, we, we dated before I've said this a thousand times, but we dated before, right after I got back from New York. So he got fat me, fat brunette. Me. Oh, he was down. Oh, so he's a day one. That's love. Okay. That's how you know it's love. Oh, I didn't, I actually didn't know this about you. So you're saying you dated him back in the day yes. and then you did a classic reconnection. Yes. And then we, and then I was getting divorced and he just sort of, we reached out. We kept seeing each other a little bit, but I was like, I'm not doing this with you. Like you're out and about doing that Matty Healy shit on stage all the time. He was on tour with like the Jonas <laughs> Brothers who are his good friend. Like he was just doing his thing, like following his passion. And I was like, I am not this dumb bitch that's going to fall into whatever you think this is going to be. Like, there's just no, there's just no way our lifestyles are just too different. I was Mm -hmm. getting up at five o'clock in the morning to go to work every single day. I had no social life. I had to be in bed so early to function. And then, and then the second we were in the same city long enough, it was like, Oh no, this is yeah. Oh God. So gross. But this is really it. And then we were both like, let's, we knew once we started to engage in unprotected sex, we both were willing to be pregnant from it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just I don't think he thought it was going to be the first time. Sure, sure. No man, men don't like to think at all. He put yeah, a toe yeah. in the jacuzzi. He's not <laughs> yes. diving all the way in, but wouldn't you know it? Even I remember saying to him like, you know, this is something I'm ready for and he was down cuz we we knew that we had found each other as cheesy as that sounds, but I remember vividly being like this really could take a long time. We have no I mean, this might be 2 years. Mm-hmm. It was not Four weeks later, it was it was very pregnant, and I was like, "What?" Damn, that's in, that's intense. It was in, insane to the point where I took my pregnancy test with my son 
he was like, oh, okay, whatever. You're just tired. You're, you're not pre- like, that's mm. not physically possible. I had a bunch of thyroid issues. My body was not normal. It's probably just COVID again, babe. You're not fucking pregnant. <laughs> Literally. And then he goes, he goes, okay, go take a Don't and don't make a fucking joke about how you're pregnant. Like, I don't want any of that. He's not in the mood. And I was like, I'm not going to say anything to you, but here you go. And here's six tests. <laughs> that's so sad. Here's, you put him down like a full house playing poker. What? Like how? Like, I don't, I, what do you mean how? He started, he started trying to think back to his like high school anatomy class. Be like, I, I don't know about this. Yeah. Like, this don't make sense. This don't add up. It was, and then the kicker was when we went to the doctor and she was like, oh, the, your, your kid is due the day after your daughter's birthday. And I was like, okay, got it. So we're done here. Now, I know you're 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 okay, so this is something we talk about with parents on this show pretty often, but like parents, the thing about it that scares me the most besides obviously the financial responsibility, my kid being a drug addict like me, etc., yeah. is the is the having to socialize with parents that I don't like because the kids are friends. <laughs> and I feel like maybe where you live and maybe your tax bracket, that really hits different for you. It sucks because it sucks. It fucking sucks. It doesn't matter what tax bracket because even because not everyone's in the same. It, it is. It's literally I said this to somebody not too long ago. You know, you, you're kind of you're in your early 30s. You finally feel like you've found a little bit of yourself. You're not like the most insecure. You're a little bit grounded. You know who your friends are. Yeah. And then you have kids mm-hmm. and then you have to try all the fuck over again. And it's, it's all the new. worst. And then you have the one. And, and by the way, kids come out as they are going to be. You know who's going to be the fucking loser. You know who's going to have the drug problem. You know who's going to be good in math. You know the one that's not going to be picked for the team. You know. Uh-huh. They come out as they are. Like, Roe is okay. like side-eyeing, giving you, like, she's going to bring me to my knees and already does. The parents, and then you have the mom that's like dressing her kid like your kid, and you're already like, I will fight you. Like, find your own style for your little bitch. Like, I cannot. It's the the birthday parties, and then there's the dad in the sandals all the time, and you're like, it's it's December. Just wear fucking sneakers. Okay. Is it at least a Ferragamo slide, or is it just a regular flip flop? <laughs> no, it's like it's giving like a rainbow. I just can't. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We're not in Orange County. We got to do better than that. We're not. And then you're like, but I, I need to make an effort with yeah, of course. friends, moms, because the kids need to hang out. But we're also at this age right now where my daughter's going to go to school next September and that's going to be a whole other world. So that's for the, is that for the pre pre? That's for the pre, no, that's preschool. So she'll be two and a half. Okay. It's, that's it's, pre. it's, it's, it's fucked up and everyone hates it. <laughs> and it's also hard because when you have, when you like, it's hard enough finding just regular people in the world that you get along with and you don't think are terrible. But as soon as they have kids, it's such a full-time job that you don't have time to like be cool and cultural and know about stuff anymore. So as as, as you have kids, you you get worse and you get more boring and you get more annoying. And it's completely right. And you also everybody just wants to hang with the people that they liked before kids, <laughs> and they all have kids. But then the kids go to different school. It's it's very stressful the whole thing. And they're not. We're I'm literally at a point where she's not even talking yet to people. Or like it's not even. It doesn't even matter. Yet. Okay, so for the stress, is it? Four o'clock, five o'clock, we open the rosé, or is it a gummy edible CBD situation? What are we doing? It's definitely, it's more alcohol. This, it's definitely, it's an alcohol thing every every night. I try to uh-huh. cut back as much as possible just for like weight reasons. Uh huh. What's the, <laughs> what's what's the what's the drink of choice? Everyone's the kids go to bed. Your husband's snoring. 
Now it's you time. So my husband is, he's like a, he's like a one drink a night guy, maybe two. And he's always like, I don't even want this. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down and drink this baby. Sit down and drink Sit this. Down. You know what? It's, he's a tequila. It's a 1942 on the rocks with an orange wedge. Oh, okay. Big dog. All right. Damn. All That's right. him. That's him. And then me, I'm like, don't tell oh. your accountant that <laughs> they know. Trust me. And then it's for me, it's really like if I am drinking, it's if it's out, it's the same drink. It's tequila or I'll do margarita or it's it's red wine. OK, Keep no, that's easy. that's Keep it easy. that's better than what it could be. I thought you were, I thought you might be champagne only. OK, let me t- Ooh, don't talk to me from June <laughs> to September. Champagne. Oh, okay. champagne with a lot of ice. Like I'm talking big gulp ice like. The most expensive champagne with the most basic ice is all I want to drink. I'm sorry, that's a nasty that's a nasty bitch move. I kind of like it, honestly. It's so good. <laughs> you're saying you're saying you're saying you're okay. So you're hitting Seven Eleven, filling up the cup, and then pouring. You got the, the thirty two ounce Yeti tumbler, and you're opening a, a 2003 <laughs> Domaine Saint Jouis. Yep. <laughs> There Big curly straw. Nothing better than champagne on ice. Nothing. This is this is something I, I have never well, heard. Well, when they say champagne on ice, that means the bottles in ice, not the actual <laughs> champagne. And no, you no. said no, 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 no. A step further. Pouring it over ice. They do it a lot in France. It's called champagne <laughs> à la piscine. It's the best <laughs> drink, and you can have nine of them. No problem. Okay, so that's the only way you can get ice in France is if you ask. For <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Amen. Sweet irony. It's literally, it's like you're giving me one cute, but yeah, I can't do rosé. Rosé is a giant headache for me. White wine's tough, but champagne I can do on ice. Okay, so you discovered this champagne on ice. This You discovered this in France. I did. Saint-Tropez, yeah. Oh, okay. Fantastique. Okay, well, speaking of holiday season and getting fat, Yes. What's the my oh so like whenever like between Christmas and New Year's I gain ten pounds and, and just cookies and shit like that. Yeah. It's just inevitable and once you get older you kind of make peace with it. It's just gonna happen and then you're, it's better for your mental health. But what are you doing? Like is there like when you go to the goop holiday party or the whatever holiday party, like what are you doing to kind of maintain everything and not maybe I'm not saying you would embarrass yourself. Of course not, but, of course you know, not. There is a history. There is a history. I eat there is. I eat before. Oh, okay. okay. This is a G move. So you have your you have your um filling salad before you hit the event. I live it's yep, or it's like a protein. I don't do like a little like I am You have your urban remedy bowl on the way in the car <laughs> on the way over. Okay. Correct. There's if you go to an event or even dinner hungry. It's stressful. You can't enjoy yourself. What are your top three Beverly Hills salads if you had to kind of break it down for us? Can I tell you? It was really depressing. I just went to La Scala. You know, I loved a half salami chop from La Scala. I went three weeks ago. <laughs> it was it was not edible. It was everything around. Like, it was the worst. It, it oh, was no. so bad. And I hate to say that. I don't like a McCarthy salad. That shit is disgusting. <laughs> I don't, I'm not familiar with a McCarthy salad. Could you ex- explain that? Please? At the Beverly Hills Hotel, it's like bunny food. Everyone's like, oh, I'm McCarthy. I'm like, it's disgusting. It's awful. It's like okay. chopped up lettuce, chopped up bacon for like 50 bucks. Awful. Okay. So to me, I'm not a huge salad person. But are you eating lunch? Or are we fasting until the sensible dinner? No. You're a, you're a, are you more of a ribeye, broccolini, spicy margarita girl? Oh. This is an audio podcast. You can't just do the hand. You got to say stuff. It, <laughs> <laughs> I, I am all about like I'm a meat and potatoes person. Uh-huh, That's uh-huh. what's happening. Chicken, like all of that stuff. Sushi, I like. I can't do and no, I'm not fasting anymore. The fasting doesn't work. 
I used to be like one meal a day, Morgan. Now it's like eating every few hours consistently. That's how you stay skinny. <laughs> you think that's the trainer? Is the trainer telling you this or is this? I saw a nutritionist Okay. and he told me what to eat. And he told me when he took my blood that this quote unquote anorexic game I'm playing with the blo- with a lot of sugar at night isn't working for me. So I then, he said, you need to have something called eggs and a side of fruit. And then for lunch, I said, lunch, <laughs> lunch. I haven't had lunch since 2003. And he said, you're going to have some chicken or you're going to have a spicy tuna cut roll with a side of sashimi and, or you can have mashed potatoes or rice with the chip. I said, mashed potatoes and rice. You're fucking out of your mind. You think I'm gonna eat? <laughs> and then I did it for two weeks, and the eight pounds I had to lose that I couldn't get off were gone. Wow, that's good. I mean, gone. that's that's impressive. Evaporated, and I'm telling you, I didn't eat for two weeks. I just had salmon and spinach for dinner. I could not lose an ounce, not one fucking ounce. And then I did this eating plan. No problem, gone. Wow, that's oh, good. To, that's okay. good to know. So the mashed potato diet works for you, not for everyone, but for you. No, I'm telling you. If this guy knows what he's talking about, if you followed exactly what I did for two weeks, it's normal. It's normal food. You'd eat more because you're a man, but it will you keep the weight off. Yeah, because when I did Sakara, okay. when I did Sakara Life, uh, it was. Let me tell you something. I'm I'm too big for that. Yeah, like I can't. I was literally. I thought my my mom. I was because it was during COVID. I was at my parents' house. My mom's like, you look like you're gonna pass out. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know. It's because I had a, a sensible. You know, lunch, dinner, and breakfast that are are. I mean, it's it's pe- it's tiny. It, the portion is crazy. You need to be eating more for that's that. No, you need. I'm telling you. I know, but I wanted to feel hot, you know. And they offered to send me three days for free. What am I supposed to do, Morgan? What the fuck you want me to do? I feel, say no. By the way, do you need more days? I feel like they've been hitting me up for years. I should do that. <laughs> is the food yummy? The food. That's the thing. It's it's. I mean, it's like obviously vegan and the whole thing. It tastes pretty good. But it it's just not enough. It's just not enough. I it's just not enough. I know I can't emote just just with no sound. I the vegan, <laughs> I can't do the vegan. Mm-hmm. The vegan is not for me. And apparently I can't do AirPods either because I keep fucking falling out. That's because you're gesticulating oh, so much. They're customized. That's go. why they don't stay in because of the aftermarket additions. It's ridiculous. But yeah, no, the vegan for me, I don't want any substitutes. None of that shit. Okay. That's, I think you're on. I mean, I think that's kind of the new wave, especially for women. I think because all trainers are also telling women now to like lift weights, which is going to make you hungrier, which is going to make, you know, which, which facilitates eating that, that way. Which and that's why makes, you, you get really hungry. Then you eat some raw beef liver and then, yeah, you know, repeat after you're you good. Know, next thing you know, you're looking like Emrata. There you go. Oh, is Emrata number one? Her mom has abs like that. Like her mom literally has abs <laughs> oh. and she's like, you know, whatever, 65. Oh, I didn't read. Oh, I didn't. Oh, so it's, it's, it's generational hotness. It's generational hotness. Something that I, my mom is beautiful. Unfortunately, I'm, you know, in LA six, so I don't know what happened there, but um, the abs I work on and that's something that I kind of do for myself. Right. So, so you guys are saying that like a being a Nepo baby <laughs> not only translates from career and financial, but also for physical body and attributes and things like that. Depends. People that have really insane bodies, most of the time, I would say it's half genetic, if not more. It is genetics. Um, I, you it can't. Is. There's only so much you can do. There's only so much you it's can do. It's not because your dad was a producer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Look, my dad, okay, he worked on Friends, but that has nothing to do with my biceps. That's two different things, <laughs> yeah. dude. That's two different totally things. Totally different things. He was a line producer. So he wasn't even executive. Um, Going back to the Goop holiday party, when I said those words, you, you <sighs> did emote in a silent way. Is, is, is that something that has has happened recently or does goop have a holiday party that you could get invited to <laughs> i went to i did go to gwyneth paltrow's house
almost two weeks ago. Okay, what is your relationship to my queen? My queen, by the way. <laughs> I can't even handle it. Okay, my, well, uh, my queen. queen. It's the people's queen. Um, she, I have uh, zero relationship with her. It was G. Okay, G- all right. <laughs> zero. I said hi. She said hi. I'm Gwyneth, and I like squirmed and like didn't like winked. I don't know what I. It was weird. Okay, but she, uh, G. Label had a party at her house, which is it, the party was actually in her barn behind her home. We can't let <laughs> we can't let the riffraff into the actual house. I mean, that's and absolutely not. You know. So there was like a whole like stylized actual barn made, which was gorgeous. Um, could have had its own AD spread. And um, I went because they sent, they invited me as from the brand and that was it. Okay. Okay. So did you build with any other high level talent or was, or did you kind of keep to yourself? I, you know what? I'm always very socially off because those, everyone there, I know very clearly, like I got invited because the brand wanted some kind of awareness. And the people that go to these things, sometimes I'm like, she doesn't know who the fuck you are. You don't need to take this. Definitely not. You don't need to take this so seriously. Like she's, you're not her girlfriend because you're in her back house. Okay. Like we're not having an intimate <laughs> dinner at, at hotel. Post. You had to sign an NDA to come here. You guys aren't that close. Like, and, and, and you <laughs> yeah, just walk yeah. in and what I can't stand is just the bakery fuckery of like oh hi like you know who i am you stalk <laughs> me on social media you probably bought the shoes i bought like let's just at least connect on somewhat or let's try to connect mm-hmm. on some human level where we can just like i love your stuff how are you good everyone just gets so up nose and i'm like you think like what who are you in that like calm down we're we're in the presence of greatness let's all respect let's respect this exactly so i there was heim the band was there that was cool those they're <laughs> cool girls i said not one word to them um, okay <laughs> i'm the band is cool i the band was there who else uh, jennifer meyer was there who's a lovely okay lovely, classic classic LA. classic la i love love jen meyer i mean who else was there a bunch of influencer girls that are really sweet do you guys know who rocky barnes is yes she was yes. there i always love to see her at events because she's the only human that i know that like we can at least you know have a nice time for. you can you you can actually chat chit chat she's a she's appeared on my explore page on a <laughs> yes. number of occasions there was, there was definitely a lot of who else was there oh kelly sawyer was there baby to baby that kind of vibe okay this is okay so is it was it ladies only was Brad there? Brad was not there. It was ladies only, I guess, now that I'm thinking about it. It <laughs> okay, was. Okay, so, okay. I just, because I, you know, I didn't expect an invite, but this makes me feel better knowing that it was kind of. If it's ladies only, then who's going to take the photos of everyone? Great point. He was a man. Okay. Okay, so they did. BFA did send a fella. Lucky guy. Lucky yes. guy. I would, I would yes. say. He was there. And there was a woman there. And there was also the, the naughty Santa was a man. What do you mean by naughty Santa? Was he dick out? I think he gave vibrators out. I didn't uh, make it. Ah, okay, okay. So it was a classic goop, uh, high, low. Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. combo. She's sex positive, bro. Get with the program. She really is. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd, I'd like to find out. She's fantastic. <laughs> I would also like to find out. Gwyneth is my number. Gwyneth is top three. It's Sienna Miller, Gwyneth Paltrow, Sophia Coppola. Wow. Very nice. And all very different, but then similar in a way. There's a through line to my twisted thinking. Um, there I, is a through line there. You know, and, but that's Gwyneth. It's it's all about, you know, they evoke such a glamour that I am. They all transport me. I find it enchanting, you know, and I think it feels old world. It does. But I, I for me, old Gwyneth, world. like I, I wish I caught Gwyneth on like a 1997 night where there was cigarettes and booze. Now it's very like that's more Morgan. Um, very as we're wrapping up certain certain guests that we have on who are more on the fun side, like yourself, we like to ask them a que- a recurring question. Top okay. three, top three prescription pills of all time. Xanax. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Xanax. <laughs> the 
I'm so boring. I don't do a Zoloft. I don't do an antidepressant, anti-anxiety, which is nuts. Every week I'm like, is it time? Oh, Xanax is anti-anxiety. But well, yeah, but I only get that when I get my lips done. So I don't feel like I'm going blind. Um, or when I'm on an airplane. That's okay, I really only need. take Xanax when I'm getting my lips done so I don't feel blind. I'm just a regular average Joe, just like everyone. Okay. Well, I'm, the, I'm in the same boat. It's just a Xanax. What, what other? So what, it's Dylon, 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 Xanax, Xanax, <laughs> yeah, Xanax. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. for me, it's just, it's just a good old-fashioned Xanax once in a while. And I'm the I'm the breaker and halfer Xanax person. Like, I'm always like, mm-hmm. I can't be too out of it. So I okay. take a little bit. Sure. You you are a public persona. You could run into a paparazzi at, at you know at the Indianapolis. I airport. would pay. Can why can someone send me a paparazzi number? I, I need somebody needs to take my phone. <laughs> I, I it's it's okay. really fallen off, and I'm like, hello. Like I am like. I should be. Focused. Well, all of that's about to change after your episode of How Long yeah, Comes. Yeah, I don't. Out, I don't think you. I, I, yeah, this is. This is. I know you did call her daddy, but this is kind of like a bigger. Reach, you might want to up know? your home security in the next. Coming yeah, exactly. Days. Yeah, I. I yeah. would hire a, at least one private guy for the front door just for the week after. <laughs> I, by the way, I know you know who to call. Like I know yeah. you know who to call. You're just you're not connected. A just not a paparazzi. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't know any single paparazzi with security. You got handled. Or it got to the point. It got to the point quickly that when I saw paparazzi outside of restaurants, they'd be like, hey, how are you? And I'd be like, good. <laughs> but like, what the fuck are you doing? That's Take it. my photo. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. it's just a, I, I'm a nice person. So they just say hi to me and I just walk on in. Damn. <laughs> no so, <Haley> you, <laughs> so you ate at Giorgio Baldi and you left and they didn't take your picture. Or or no, the last time I was there, they took my photo. But then where the fuck is that photo? I'm like, at least text it to me <laughs> so I can use it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you want to like, I'll read. I, I know can, it's sitting on a hard drive somewhere. I could use that photo for my fucking Instagram grid. Thank you. Yeah. That helped me mm-hmm. out, fellas. Well, yeah, I'm happy put, to pay at this point. We've been told. So we've been told that that. Uh, Alex from Call Her Daddy listens to How Long Gone and enjoys How Long Gone. Okay. And Jace, Jason and I have both reached out to her and asked her to come on the show. She hasn't opened our messages, so hopefully, <laughs> maybe this like you're the you're the connection that we finally need. Listen, you know? listen. I you scratch, I scratch your back with her, and you scratch mine with Maddie Healy. It's it's this is a win win. This is great. This is great. This is we can really help. This each is other. my kind of human trafficking, guys. <laughs> exactly. I will and I will say shout out to Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy because she is legitimately the coolest girl. She's a pro. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's all very very impressive. I, I just I think it's time for these two podcast titans to kind of clash on on the mic. You know what I mean? I got you. I got you. I'll put in a word. And next time Maddie's here, we can go for raw liver anytime. I mean, we can you know anytime. Anytime. I'm and, uh, whatever it takes. Are you are you prepared to smoke cigarettes, Morgan? Oh my! I love cigarettes. Okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Morgan. (laughs) Morgan Stewart, thank you for joining us on How Long Gone. Uh, Merry Christmas. Enjoy Aspen. um, And uh, we'll see you soon. Yes, thank you guys so much. Our pleasure. Thank you. It was a blast. Fuck, bro.